Welcome to today's TLC. Whether you found this podcast on my website, through the emails I send, or simply from a friend, I'm glad that you've decided to add some TLC today. Hi, friend. How do you feel about taking risks? I know, risks are uncomfortable. It's actually something that I struggle with a lot. And last night, it totally showed. My 10-year-old son almost broke his neck last night. At least, my mom heart jumped into my throat because it was convinced that he almost broke his neck. About five years ago, my mother-in-law gave us a trampoline. And on the one hand, I have four boys, right? And so having a place where they can go and jump and get out their energy, this was a fantastic idea. On the other hand, when I was nine years old, I broke my arm on a tramp. And I hear all these different horror stories about why people should never have trampolines. But when we were deciding whether or not to have a tramp, I figured a broken arm is not that terrible. With four boys, I'm more than likely going to have a few broken things. And as long as it's not anything severe, it's okay to let them live a little. Mostly that's my husband's voice talking, but I bought into this story. At first, the story worked. Because my kids were little, and once they got their trampoline stability, things were pretty mild. But then my littles got bigger. While on a road trip this summer, my oldest, who is 10, saw his cousin doing a bunch of flips on the trampoline, and he really wanted to learn how to do a backflip. All of a sudden, a trampoline didn't seem like the best idea. I literally had to walk into another room while my husband was encouraging my son to learn how to do a backflip at his cousin's house. Fast forward a few weeks later, and we come home to our own house, and we have a hole in the tramp. Well, yesterday morning, my husband replaced the center of the trampoline. Now we had this brand new, fresh canvas for my son to try some things out. At a time when I was in a room helping my other son, I heard my oldest run into the house and say, I did it, I did it. Mom, dad, come see. So I go out and I watch him do a beautiful backflip and land it. Honestly, I was proud. And it calmed my heart a little bit and made me feel like, okay, he's figured out how to land it. We are going to be fine. I congratulated him. My other kids celebrated. He did a few more and then came in for dinner. While we're sitting at dinner, he says something like, well, now that I've done a backflip, it feels boring because I can do it now. Enter mom red flag radar. My husband turns to him and says, well, now you can learn how to do more than one flip. I've seen people where they can do a backflip, land it, and then do another backflip right afterwards. It's called a double backflip. My heart sinks as I watch my son's eyes get bigger and get excited about this new challenge. Because, you know, when we accomplish a challenge, we instinctively want to have another one. I grab my son's attention, get that mom look on my face and say, do not do a double backflip right now. You are not ready. You just landed your first backflip. You're not ready to do a second one. He gives me that, yeah, 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 mom and keeps talking to dad about this new challenge. I'm the one who typically has a little less risk tolerance, and my husband is the one that's like, let's do it, let's go do adventurous new things, which for the record are roles that we've kind of embraced. I have a neighbor who is a fire chief, and he jokingly once said to me, you are the chief safety officer, 
and your husband is the chief fun officer, and you're both vital to the successful rearing of your children. And I appreciated that because I felt validated that, yeah, I'm the one who naturally wants to keep my kids safer than my husband does. And I'm grateful that he wants to help them have fun and try new things and be adventurous. I'm grateful for that until my son doesn't listen to me and tries two backflips right in a row and falls right on his neck. I watched the whole thing. My body went straight too angry. And my son knew he was in trouble. He did it, stood up, looked at me, and said, I'm okay, I'm okay. He knew he had crossed my line. Because remember, I had just told him not to try it. And I have to tell you, it wouldn't be such a gut-wrenching response for me, except for the fact that a very close cousin of mine broke his neck at 19 years old doing a backflip off of a wall. And is now a quadriplegic for the rest of his life. So I'm a little bit sensitive to breaking your neck. And my son knows this. So he looks over at me with my instant mad mom face and his heart sinks. In that moment, how do you think he felt about risk? Probably that it was bad or that he shouldn't try new things. Well, if that's what you guessed, you're right. After things cooled down, we sat and had a chat. He said to me, I just feel so confused because you say one thing and dad says another thing and I don't even know who to listen to. Now I don't even want to try anymore. Now I want you to take a moment and think about who you would listen to. Is your natural instinct to listen to my husband's type of voice of go after the adventure and try something new and find your edge and push it? Or is your default more like mine, where I tend to feel like the risk outweighs the benefit? Notice what your default risk setting is here. Now I want to tell you how we solved this problem with my son. And I want you to think about how these principles can apply to your life and the risks that you might be struggling with right now. Here's what I said to my son. I want you to take risks. It's fun to learn new things. Dad and I are both right On the one hand, it's important for you to push yourself and try these new fun things. I saw how excited you were when you were learning how to do a backflip and how good it feels to overcome a challenge like that. I want you to have that feeling. That is a good thing. On the other hand, it's important that while you're taking risks, you choose to take smart risks. A smart risk is when you decide with your brain and your heart. I want you to be able to do two flips. And I can see that you really want it too. But there's a bigger lesson here. Just because you wanted it today doesn't mean it was the smart choice today. It took you a lot of tries to land that one flip. Go after that goal. Take the risk, but take a moment to also think about how you can best succeed. You just learned how to do one flip. Think about how many bounces it took you to get high enough to do that one flip. You had learned what it felt like to watch for the bounce that felt confident for you. You jump, jump, jump. Oh, there it is. I feel like I have the height and speed that I need flip. You knew that feeling. When you went to do the second flip, 
Did you feel that same feeling of having enough momentum to get you to the other side? Sheepishly, my son looked at me and said, no, I just really wanted to try it. I validated him and then offered him a formula that I suggest is helpful when you want to take a risk that you're not sure is quote unquote safe. First, you recognize where you've already succeeded and what helped you get to that point. For my son, it was knowing when he had a good enough bounce to do a flip. Next, you think about how you can replicate that same feeling. Instead of going straight into that double backflip and risking his safety, I challenged him to shorten the number of jumps it takes him to get to that good bounce. Notice I didn't tell him to shorten the number of jumps between flips. It's not about just getting the goal. It's about learning to recognize that moment of success. With my son, we decided to set a boundary for now to have at least four jumps in between his flips. Then once he's consistent about finding that good bounce, then he can lower that safety boundary to three jumps. Do that for a while till he feels like that's natural. Then two jumps, then we can try the one jump. Jumping right in made him fall, almost severely hurt himself and want to give up. It was about learning how a safe jump felt. Once I shared this with my son, he was smiling again. And I was grateful for the chance to share with him that both my husband and I have his best interest in mind, that I want him to listen to both of us. But the bottom line is he has to be listening to himself. I can't tell him how that feels. He has to know how that feels. So here's how we apply it to your life and how you take risks. First, you have to know what you want. What risk feels exciting and important to you? Capture that energy. It's okay that you want that. In fact, I completely encourage you to go after it. Next, think about similar successes and how you got there. What strengths do you have? What patterns have you learned that could help you succeed here? Naturally, your opposing voices will also come up at this time where you think, oh, but I also might fail. Take a moment to honor that voice. It's important for you to learn from that too because that will help you put down boundaries that will keep you safe along the way. When you combine those strengths with your cautions, it will naturally guide you to the next steps forward for taking smart risks. How do you feel when you take risks? Are you normally more on the worried side like me? Or are you a little bit more adventurous and maybe reckless, more like my husband? If you're in the safety zone, maybe it's time to push yourself a little and see what else is possible. If you're a little on the reckless zone, there might be some calculated boundaries that can help you progress in a way that will help you be safe as you adventure. Listening to both of those voices will help you find your own safe bounce. So you can take smart risks because you deserve to go after your dreams. 
One of my favorite coaching moments was with this client who had been at her same job for 18 years. And she shared with me that she felt like there was something else that she really wanted to do, but she wasn't sure she wanted to take that risk. I'll always remember the session where I helped her explore the voices that she was listening to, both the cautious voice and the adventurous voice. At the end of the session, she realized that the voice she was choosing to listen to was not authentic to the person she wanted to be. Her reasons for staying at that job were no longer enough. She aligned with what it felt like inside and she recognized that she was ready to jump. What she was feeling in that moment was the perfect bounce. She was ready to try a new flip. And it has been such a beautiful thing to watch. Within a few short weeks, she quit her job. She texted the people close to her and asked all of them, what do you see me doing in the world? If you could choose anywhere for me to work in the world, what would you see me doing? She listened to all of the different voices and not one of them was close to the profession she was already doing. That gave her the momentum to chase her dreams. She didn't jump right into the first thing that someone told her she'd be good at though. She explored some different avenues. She was very prayerful and mindful and listened to that voice inside. Then she found her passion. You know what it felt like? It felt like that bounce, that moment where she knew that she was ready for that next risk. And now she is becoming a wellness coach and is helping so many people improve their lives and become their best selves. Take smart risks. Know your bounce. I know it can be scary, but you deserve to live a life where it's exciting, where you push yourself a little. And like my son, you can grin ear to ear knowing you did something hard and you can learn what to do when you fall on your face. It's okay to fail. It's okay to take risks. Move forward with your head and your heart and go get your dreams, my friend. You deserve to shine your best light. Life after therapy can be simple. Come learn how to think light, feel light, and live light at thelightcoach.com. I offer five free discovery sessions each week and one of them is for you. Together, let's discover the joy that's possible in life after therapy.